Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go on a Thursday. We are live in Los Angeles. It's the Herd, wherever you may be. However you may be listening. iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, FS1. Greg Cosell, an hour from now, NFL Meat Sandwich. Jason McIntyre is joining me today. Came to a conclusion last night. Had a couple of desserts. They're both fantastic. I think I'm going to give working out and stand in shape a rest for like next 20 years. What's the point? That working out thing, that gym thing's a pyramid scheme. What's the point? Robert Kraft was talking about Tom Brady. Bill Belichick put out a nice little, um, you know, memo about the greatness of Tom Brady. And Robert Kraft said in the 100-year history of the NFL, there's never been a quarterback like Tom and there never will be again. Um, you know, I think when you look back at Brady leaving New England, Tom has always been able to see around corners, right? He can kind of feel you do something for 20 years. You could be a stockbroker. You could be a, a realtor. You could be a high school principal. You could be in construction. You do something for 20, 25 years. You can kind of, you kind of see around corners. You can see what's happening to your industry or a project. And Brady left New England. And you know why I left New England? To win more. And it sounds weird, right? Tampa's weird. It's a kooky pirate ship. But they had much better weapons. They had an offensive coach. It was a bad division. And the league was pivoting. And Tom saw it. Remember that year, that last year in New England, the cameras caught him multiple times yelling at receivers, get open. Tom's smart. They couldn't draft or develop wide receivers. The league was pivoting. And Tom saw it. He saw what Mahomes was doing in Kansas City. He looked around the league and saw what was happening. The NFL sells winning, and its players sell winning, and this is why it's so much popular than every other sport. I love the NBA, but LeBron left four straight finals. He left winning to do business in L.A. The Lakers had a bad roster. They still do. Kevin Durant left the dynasty to go play with a friend. 
I said at the Times, if Mahomes left Kansas City to play with a buddy with the Jets, we'd make fun of him relentlessly. Mello was winning in Denver. Nah, I'm going to go to New York. Big brand, big city. And Kyrie left winning because he wanted to satiate his ego and be the man. How'd that work out for you? Peyton Manning chose Denver. Go back. A lot of teams wanted him. It was the best roster. He won a Super Bowl. Brady chose Tampa. Offensive coach. League pivoting. Chris Godwin. Mike Evans. Young tight ends. And he brought some friends to help him. In the NBA, it's about ego and business and brand and scoring and getting mine. And I love the sport, but Brady and Manning chose rosters. Kyrie chose being the man, a disaster in Boston. Kevin Durant chose playing with a friend, a disaster in Brooklyn. Mello chose big city New York, seven years, one playoff series win. Think about how bad the East was when Mello was in New York. It was awful. And he won one playoff series. And LeBron in Los Angeles, it's a mess, to be honest. It's been a mess. But in the NFL, Matt Stafford said, get me a better coach, get me a better roster. I can win. And he got a Super Bowl. When Favre went to the Vikings, remember that? People thought, oh, it's a grudge. No. Vikings the year before made the playoffs with Gus Farratt. And if I recall, Tavares Jackson, keep the thing, the thing. That's why NFL playoff games get 40 ratings, 37 million, 40 million. NBA playoffs, first round, get a million. Fans feel it because for fans, all that matters is winning. And for the NFL and players, all that matters is winning. Don't really care about shoe deals and ego and being the man. And you want to win games. I watched Brooklyn last night with KD fall behind to the Boston Celtics, 46-19. Sitting there at a restaurant watching it on the screen. And I'm like, 46-19 first quarter. How's that working out for you? That would be Mahomes, as great as he is, going to play with a friend. And that's why I think Tom Brady is retiring. Winning. He left New England because he saw how the league was pivoting. And I think he looks at Tampa's roster. It's getting old in spots. And he thinks to himself, why am I doing this? This is not a Super Bowl team. He looks at the Niners. He looks at the Eagles roster. Tom sees around corners. We're not a Super Bowl team. Patrick Mahomes will be on First Things First after our show today. Brady just retired and he talked about Tom. He has a little bit of that. He has the Jordan in him, that will to win and that will to be the best. Um, I think that's what makes Tom so great. His will to bring his teammates along is special, and his will to be great and be the best is special. And uh, that's something that whenever I talk to Tom, I just try to I learn as much as possible. And he's able to. He's uh, more than willing to give me some advice, which is I think is pretty cool um, because he is the goat and uh, someone that I want to try to chase. Patrick Mahomes later today on First Things First. It's powerful. The fans can feel it. The networks can feel it. The advertisers can feel it. The players, it's all about winning. Isn't that why we watch sports? Isn't that why we wear jerseys? I mean, I don't, but people do. Winning. It's the thing. Um, So Sean Payton is now the head coach of the Denver Broncos. And and I think sometimes people uh, just say things to get attention, like, Sean Payton, overrated. Feels like you've got some inside knowledge. Uh, he's not. 
Uh, when Sean Payton took over the Saints, they were called the Aints. People wore paper bags over their head. They had less talent than the Houston Texans have now. They were 3-13. and 13. The following year with Sean Payton, 3-13, and 13, they were in the NFC Championship game. And that was when Favre played for the Packers. Andy Reid was with the Eagles. Yeah, they were, they were good teams. And it's not just that he won instantly and won big, but he had obstacles in New Orleans. Hurricane Katrina. His owner bought an NBA team, and they took his GM, Mickey Loomis, and made him run both. He literally had a part-time general manager. Got suspended for a year, too. In the 40 years before Sean Payton, the Saints had a single playoff win. He showed up. In 15 years, they had nine and a Super Bowl. In fact, Payton's last year is a great example of how he could grind out wins when everything went wrong. They went 9-8 and eight with Taysom Hill, Jameis Winston, and Trevor Simeon. They went 9-8 and eight his last year. That good Bucks team was in that division. Yeah, and uh, Michael Thomas, his best wide receiver in an emerging wide receiver league, didn't play. Alvin Kamara was hurt for a month. All sorts of injuries. And oh, by the way, Marquez Callaway was a leading receiver that year. And yet they would have gotten into the playoffs in his final year. Except for the Niners beat the Rams. If I recall, it was in overtime and therefore that knocked them out. And if you recall, with all those bad quarterbacks, they were good down the stretch, 4-1. and one. Three teams in the NFL this year went from last to the playoffs. The Giants, the Jags, and Seattle. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not complicated. I'm not sure if a bookstore has football for dummies, but if it does, buy it. Um, Sean Payton's a really good coach. And less qualified, less successful coaches have turned things around much faster. I uh, got a text last night from somebody uh, very close inside the Denver organization that said, People have no idea at what a circus the Broncos were with Nathaniel Hackett. Really good guy over his head. And we see it occasionally. Freddie Kitchens, Jim Tom Sula, some would argue Dennis Allen, coach of the Saints, is just not, it's just not working. It didn't work in the Raiders. It doesn't work with the Saints. I don't know. But um yeah, it's this idea that the Saints, it was easy. They had natural disasters. At one time, he had a part-time general manager also running the basketball organization, a suspension for a year, Trevor Simeon, an aging Drew Brees, Taysom Hill. <laughs> yeah, it, and they won a lot the final year if the Niners don't beat the Rams. They make the playoffs. He's good. Um, got some interesting information this morning. Could have a surprise guest coming up in the next couple of days. I'm not going to get into it. Could be a surprise guest. Maybe you've heard of him. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! 
And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources you're now entering the no bull zone sponsored by credible great rates none of the bull so uh you know it's funny jerry jones an oil maverick always been on the edge He's always taking opportunities. Big risk guy when he bought the Cowboys. Uh, Jimmy Johnson all tells me those stories the first couple of years. Had bank loans to pay off. Uh, he is a risk taker. And then something happened. Uh, I saw a story this morning that Stephen Jones, we are committed to giving Dak Prescott an extension, kicking the can down the road. Now that deal would lower cap hits the next couple of years for Dak. And you know what this is? This is Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. That's what they've done. Now, when you get Dak and Kirk Cousins, the two quarterbacks that I've constantly compared to each other, you get professionalism, stability, and competency. I would never argue with that. They are franchise quarterbacks. But here's three things to realize. They have virtually identical numbers. I mean, virtually identical career numbers. It's crazy how even they are. For our radio audience, their passer ratings are identical, 97.8. Completion percentages, 66. Passer, uh, their records, their passing yards per game, same guy. I've been saying this for years. Dak is Kirk Cousins with a better brand. They also struggle against better teams, and they do very well, very well against the bad teams in their division. <laughs> and the Vikings have always chosen to just extend Kirk and figure it out and manipulate and figure it out and extend it, and how's it working? Philadelphia now, I mean, Dak and Cousins, it's a 401k of the NFL. Philadelphia is like, we're going to pull out about half of our 401k and go into a startup, a tech company. Big risk, two Super Bowl trips. Already won one, 
favored one another. But it is interesting because Jerry's an oil guy and a maven and a maverick and all those, you know, guts. And, and this is the Vikings. This is just exactly what the Vikings are doing. Well, let's renegotiate it. Let's extend it. Going to have to pay them all that money eventually. <laughs> Beat the bad teams. Struggle with the good teams. Nearly identical B-plus quarterbacks. Professional, stable, competent, good guys, never awful. Jerry Jones this week talking about the fine line between aggressive and stability when he's thinking about a deal. Anybody that thinks I won't take a chance has misread the tea leaves. Okay, But I do think longer term, and I'm real hesitant to bet it all for a year. And uh, there's a lot of things that can happen for that year. In essence, we're seeing a couple of teams that have had some real success putting it all out there and uh, paying, it, paying for it later. My point is that uh, I do know how to take risk. Uh, they're absolutely right. We have been uh, in the middle here for a few years. I like where we are right now, more in the middle. He's honest. That is exactly where they are. They're not at the top. They're, uh, they're middle to slightly above middle. And really hard questions to ask going forward. It is also mostly, despite what happened with an 11-0 record in close games this year, it's where the Vikings mostly are. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Slightly news. better than average. I like the uh, interview Jerry gave. It looked like he was about to go on a hunting trip at like 4 a.m., didn't it? It did, yeah. (laughs) Like the camo look. Uh, Let's start with the Eagles. Back in the Super Bowl for the first time since 2017. Only seven players from that team are still in Philadelphia. You know, there could be some distractions leading up to the Super Bowl. Nick Sirianni, though, he's hoping to keep things as normal as possible over the next week and a half. It's going to go back to the same thing that we kind of started the the playoffs with. Like, it is the next game, and don't try to make it too much. Like, don't try to make too much of it as far as we understand the stakes. Everybody understands the stakes. But our job is to literally look at the day of where we are right now and take the steps that we need to take today. Like, that's not going to change. This is the biggest game of in football. We all know that. Like, there's there's it's the biggest game it's the super bowl right it's the biggest game that anybody will ever play in football we understand that but when you start treating these games differently that's when there's mistakes happen well the truth is it's a longer halftime longer commercial breaks longest break before the game more media than ever it is different (laughs) yeah just a little bit yeah so i the thing philadelphia has going for it and to a large degree Kansas City does too, but Philadelphia's got a lot of veteran players. So Jalen Hurts isn't a veteran, but you know, he's been playing football a while at big programs, Oklahoma, Alabama is, you know, Philadelphia, a lot of their a lot of their dudes, they're closer to retirement than I think people think. I mean, I if if some of these linemen, O and D linemen for the Eagles said, I'm gonna call it a career, you'd be like, Okay. Mm. And I so I think that helps. These guys have been in playoff games, big games. They won't be overwhelmed by it. You know, Andy Reid and Mahomes won't be overwhelmed. But most of their offensive players have, you know, the key guys. A lot of them have years on them. I looked this up. Uh, three years ago, Nick Sirianni was the offensive coordinator of the Colts. And now he's leading the Eagles into the Super Bowl. I, I-, I love how the NFL can just flip quickly. 
like that. I mean, that is a massive leap for Nick Sirianni. Offensive coordinator of the Colts. And now he's got the Eagles about to win a Super Bowl. And, That's crazy. And, um, you know, there was a lot of skepticism, not just by me. There was a lot of skepticism early on Nick Sirianni. Even as a <laughs> yeah. hire. As a hire. Yeah. There, it, there was a lot of who? I mean, his. I remember that when he got hired, he wasn't on... That wasn't a name that we were discussing of the candidates. Right. And then he became the coach really quickly. Yeah. Good luck to uh, the Eagles. Next up, Kellen Moore and Justin Herbert teaming up for the Chargers offensively this season. I'm very excited about it. Herbert has already shown what he's capable of through his first three seasons. Kellen Moore, oh my gosh, he's so geeked to work with Justin Herbert. Justin, we know the physical talent. He obviously does a tremendous job. I think it's been really cool to watch him from a fundamental perspective. And he's gone from Oregon into the NFL and transitioned and started playing under center. He has done such a phenomenal job of that. And the play-action game, the movement game, we know his ability to throw it downfield. I'm just really, really excited to be able to work with Justin Herbert and hopefully help him in some way. He continues to build the career he is going to have. Colin, I I know people are going to think Herbert are going overboard. This team led the Jags with 27 nothing a few weeks ago in well, the playoffs. All you have to do is go look at the best year Justin Herbert's had. It was his rookie year. Now, does that make any sense? <laughs> he had his worst offensive line, and he was a rookie. Why did he have his best year? Because he had his best offensive coordinator, who is now the coordinator for the Eagles. Then another coordinator came in, and this team suddenly got awful with a better O-line. More experience. Well, I think that's because they they bounced uh, Anthony Lynn, the head coach, right? Not right. Yeah. And so, um, but he had a he had a really good coordinator his first year, yeah. and he crushed with a bad O line and no NFL experience. The last this year, they were as bad a second half offense as they were. They were the worst second half offense with a legitimate star quarterback in the league. They came out with good game plans and then at halftime the defensive adjusted. Didn't adjust. And Lombardi did not make any adjustments offensively. What's Doug Peterson known for? Adjustments. Uh, What's Belichick known for? Adjustments. Uh, I mean, if you start looking at the best coaches, Zach Taylor and that Bengals team. Adjustments. Andy Reid adjustments. That's the difference between the great coordinators and the guys is, okay, Everybody can sit in a film room and drop 15 plays with a great quarterback. What do you do at half? The Chargers were an anemic second-half offense. In fact, they were the only awful second-half offense in the league with a star quarterback. Yeah. So this kid, at his best, with no NFL experience and an O-line that was a disaster when he had a more creative, progressive offensive mind helping him. A reminder, a year ago at this time, the Eagles had gotten destroyed by Tampa in the playoffs. Remember, Jalen Hurts looked a little overwhelmed in Tampa. I think it was 31-0 at one point. They pick up A.J. Brown in the offseason. They're now in the Super Bowl. I. It's not crazy for me to say Justin Herbert and the Chargers, with the right offseason mover too, position themselves to be in the Super Bowl next year. How good is that division? Because, you know, Peyton's going to win games in Denver. Duh. Yeah. This division now is... Now, that's why, you know, it's interesting. If you look at the division now, it's Andy Reid Mahomes, Sean Payton, Russell Wilson, and Justin Herbert now gets another really, really high-end coordinator. If you're the the Raiders, you're going to sit back there with Jarrett Stidham? Maybe it's time to call Green Bay. We should do a segment, five teams that you would bet futures on to make the Super Bowl next year. That would be fun. 
Like, if you could pick five, Chargers are definitely one of my five for next oh, season. Oh, okay, all right. But it, but it. Would point, you put them in your five? I'd have to sit. Uh, the night if I the Niners don't have a quarterback, so they're out. Dallas is going to have to move off out? people. Yeah, I mean it's. Yeah, I mean San Francisco has no quarterback. I mean Trey Lance. It'll be year three in the Shanahan system. He completed fifty-five percent of his throws last year. Okay. San Francisco out. Interesting. Okay. We definitely need to do this. Second. Philadelphia is back in. Kansas City's in. Since he's in, there's three. So you need two more. Buffalo's out. Buffalo's out. Yeah. Jets aren't getting in. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wasn't even going to say it. You said it. Right. Final story. You talked about watching the NBA last night. Holy hell, what did the Celtics do to Brooklyn? Oh my gosh. They got out to a 30 point lead in the first quarter and did not let up. They kept their foot on the throat. I think they led by 49. It was 46-19, end of the first quarter. I, I, the sound was down where I was watching, but I was sitting there watching it. It was it was brutal. Yeah, the third best player in the NBA, Jason Tatum, had 31 points. Jalen Brown, 26. Celtics blow out the Nets by, let me do the math here, 43 points, Colin. Can you imagine leaving the Warriors for this nonsense? I mean, this has been a complete disaster. It's just a, it's just hard. It's, it's a you know, bummer that Kevin Durant's greatness... We don't get to watch it in June. It's a bummer. Well, we he's... might. There's a chance they're... No, there's not. At least I don't think so. And, and are they getting by Milwaukee I, and Boston? There are reports out there from various sources that are, you know, feet on the ground covering the NBA. The Simmons thing is wearing some people out. Yeah. Uh, Jacques, Jacques Vaughn talked about it. Remember uh, yeah, we had a quick item on that? Sixers or... Nets. Who do you have higher right now in the Sixers? East? Yeah, they're just more. So you're putting. So Nets are four. That they have no, 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 no. Very tough. No, Cleveland's yeah. fourth. Oh, I don't buy. I would say Milwaukee if they're healthy. One Boston, a very one A. Yeah. Uh, Philly three. Cleveland four. I, I we don't need to go past four because the fifth seed's not winning it. So that's the four. Cleveland's tough to doubt Kevin Durant, but it's no, no. It's easy it's, to doubt Kyrie Irving at least for me. And yeah, I, I don't buy the Brooklyn thing. I think they're they're not built for the postseason at all. Yeah. Uh, J Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The herd lie news. So it it, it is. Uh, we have to do our uh, daily um, Aaron Rodgers story. So um, yesterday, Devonte Adams was, I guess, on the internet on social media, um, you know, insinuating. Somebody asked, what neighborhood is Aaron Rodgers moving to? And Devontae Adams on social media said, mine. <laughs> um, my guess is, is that Aaron is not going to retire for two reasons. He can make another $100 million. I know money doesn't matter to him. It matters to everybody. Uh, and the second thing is, Tom Brady retired. Do you really want to share the podium in Canton with Tom Brady? You, were, you really want to be uh, second billing? to Tom Brady in Canton. Your whole career, you've been second billing to Tom Brady. You want to do it in Canton? Play one more year. We watch Brady cry at the Hall of Fame speech. Then Aaron Rodgers do the Hall of Fame speech the, the next year as the leading marquee guy. So there's that. Um, but it, it, it's interesting when I think about the Raiders is that um, in a lot of decisions I've made in my life, I've made the decision based on who is in my ear. Who is telling me whether I've changed companies, I've changed agents, uh, I've, I've made big moves, who's in my ear? And that's important to think about. 
So Aaron Rodgers to the Jets gets a lot of talk, but you know, Aaron's smart enough. That's a wobbly ownership. You've got a coach that's got a winner. He's fired. A bunch of young kids. It's a weird, bad old line. That, but Aaron to the Raiders is West Coast. Devontae Adams and great weapons. Offensive head coach with the ring. And I do think privately, Green Bay looks at the Raiders and thinks, listen, they've already said through sources and leaks, we're sending them to the AFC. Whereas the Bills feel like they're declining. Um, the Patriots don't have weapons. Who knows about Tua's health? You could see Aaron Rodgers if he went to the Jets winning that division. It wouldn't be crazy. New York's got good talent. But if you put him in the Mahomes division, the Sean Payton, Russell Wilson division, Herbert with a good old line uh, or good OC, um, I think privately that's where Green Bay would love to send Aaron Rodgers to the Raiders. Not winning that division. Good luck. That's a, that is a great, you got coaching, you got star quarterbacks and you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's interesting. Let's go back to my initial point about who's in your ear. So, you know, Josh McDaniels is telling Mark Davis, the owner of the Raiders. Okay. Now Sean's in the division. They're going to fix Russell. Okay. Now Kellen Moore with Justin Herbert and Mahomes. We, we got to go big here. Okay, we, we're not drafting a college quarterback. Josh McDaniels, by the way, was having private meetings with the owner last year. He doesn't have another year to win six games. So Josh McDaniels, in the ear of Mark Davis, let's get Aaron. Who else is? Devontae Adams, who doesn't want to play with Jarrett Stidham. He got frustrated with Derek Carr. Didn't want to play with a rookie. Who are the two people in Mark Davis? The And he's been influenced before by guys like John Gruden. Who's in his ear? His coach and his star player are both saying, get Aaron Rodgers. And by the way, it is what the Raiders need to do. So much of this league is job survival because these, these jobs, there's 32 of them. They're the best jobs in the world, all right? In pro sports, NBA is a job you're hired to get fired. Outside of a Popovich or a Spolstra, it's just the coach of the year gets fired two years later, right? Outside your Kerr's and Spolstra's. In the NFL, um, these are gold bars. And I, Josh McDaniels, Peyton and Russell, Herbert with a legit OC or a big-time OC, Mahomes and Reed. And remember, Kansas City's young in some of these spots defensively. They're just going to get better. And they've got a lot of gas, uh, trade draft picks. Aaron to the Raiders, you know who is lobbying hard for that. I, I hear you. I like the idea. I do have to ask, Josh McDaniels has feuded with many a quarterback. He is very prickly. Him and Jay Cutler got into it from the jump. Jay Cutler apparently walked out of the first meeting in Denver and was like, get me the hell out of here. Derek Carr was dressed down in front of the team by Josh McDaniels. Players were saying, yeah. man, it's kind of not fair what he's doing to Derek Carr. You think Aaron Rodgers is going to take that crap from Josh McDaniels, well, who hasn't won jack squat? Yeah. I don't want to hear about the Super Bowls with Belichick and Brady. What has Josh McDaniels done? that he's going to take that kind of behavior from Aaron Rodgers. Well, first of all, Tom Brady's relationship with Josh McDaniels, despite one piece of video evidence, was really strong. Yes. They really liked each other. Tom and Aaron are friends. They talk. So Aaron would call Tom and say, what do you make of Josh McDaniels? Over the course of a decade working with a, with a coach, you get a right to bark. They bark at you. You bark at them. Let's not make too much of Josh McDaniels barking at Brady. 
in a game, by the way, not even at practice, I think Brady would overwhelmingly give him a A++. Listen, when Brady went and dealt with Bruce Arians, you don't think Brady ever texted Josh McDaniels back, hey, want to come down to Tampa. He was feuding with Bruce Arians. And Tom doesn't really feud with coaches. And that was that thing until like that bye week, week 12, right. they were yep. seven and five. That's a good point. So I, I, A, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, legit. The Raiders O-line, I don't think it's great, but PFF rates it way higher than everybody well, else thinks. For, hold on. Aaron Rodgers makes a ton of money. I don't think they're going to be able to keep Jacobs and Waller. I mean, I was reading Albert Breer. This, uh, I mean, Rogers' salary is ridiculous, Colin. They're going to have to do something. To, they're going to have to unload some guys to be able to afford him. I mean, he's one of the highest-paid quarterbacks next year in the league. It, Hit on some draft picks. We don't need more good quarterbacks in the AFC if the Jets are going to make the playoffs. It's just <laughs> very difficult. It does feel hopeless. If he goes to the Raiders... I just don't see why Aaron Rodgers wouldn't say, you know what, I'm going to stay and win this NFC and go to the Super Bowl. I, That's the best chance we, right there. No, we talked about this yesterday. But Aaron Rodgers said two days ago with Pat McAfee, uh, they're having discussions without me. So remember, they can trade him. Yeah. Well, don't we make fun of Jerry Jones for meeting with the media all the time? Why are we making fun of Rodgers for going on Pat McAfee's show every week to just well, pop off about whatever's on his mind? Because it's very appropriate for players to have opinions about football. It's not as appropriate for owners on a Monday to constantly <laughs> be talking about football. Let players and coaches talk about football. They're playing it. They're putting their bodies at risk. I feel like you're turning around on Aaron Rodgers. You guys are – is there a bromance behind the no, scenes I don't know no, about? No, no, no. Okay. Always said, first ballot Hall of Famer. Think well, he's a little high maintenance. Little, little high maintenance? A little passive aggressive, but he's absolutely great. And I think the Raiders, two of stars, two big stars, Devontae Adams and Josh McDaniels, the coach, he's a big dog there, right? Big salary. I think they're in Mark if, Davis. If you made a gear. list of the most high-maintenance NFL quarterbacks, well, Aaron Rodgers is number one at the top, well, and then there's a massive gap for whoever number two is. Kyler Murray? Massive gap to Kyler Murray, yes. Aaron Rodgers is oh, number on. one by a mile. Oh, it's not even on. close. Come on. You're, that's unfair. Aaron, Aaron is... Aaron has a lot of money. He wants to do what he wants to do in the offseason. He's single, doesn't have kids. Aaron has every right to do what he wants. I think he made a mistake this year not committing with two small college rookie receivers. Aaron's a Hall of Famer. He's great. It's a little high maintenance for me. You know what? So's LeBron sometimes. Oh, it's okay. When you're worth $150 million, when I hit the Powerball, trust me, hey. I'm going to have a breakfast served on set you know, the, you know the best comment I saw on the internet this week? What? Tom Brady has more retirements, too, than Aaron <laughs> Rodgers has Super Bowls. Come on. One. That is Don't enough. compare Aaron Rodgers to LeBron. Come on now. <laughs> that is enough. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes and me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? 
And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlanSport.com. That's ProPlanSport.com. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. We're going to the Super Bowl. Take a look at our amazing set that's being built in Arizona. We will be there next Thursday and Friday right outside State Farm Stadium. We'll have great guests getting ready for the Eagles and Chiefs. That's next week right here on The Hurt. The best part about working for a network, I've had two now where my net, or well, no, only one because ESPN at the time had never had a Super Bowl. So it's always great to go to a major event where your network has rights to it because you get the best sets and you get the best proximity. And so at Fox, <laughs> uh, it'll be a great week. We'll have great guests, great set, great look, great proximity. Arizona is an interesting Super Bowl site because you have the games in Glendale. The vibe is in Scottsdale and there's events downtown in Phoenix. So whereas in Miami, it's smaller. Yeah. It's all Ocean Drive, Ocean yeah. Avenue. It's you, all right remember downtown. Remember how good Miami was? That was, that was good. I think Miami's the best Super Bowl city in the country. And in, in, in all of the yeah. Super Bowls I've been to, Miami to me does it better because it's all concentrated largely downtown Miami yeah. until the game when you go. Yeah, yeah, the game's but, out. But all the uh, restaurants, all the vibe, all the beach, all the activities, it's I, right I've heard close. New Orleans is good, but it, I've never been to a Super yeah, Bowl there. it is. Um, uh, we did Houston in 2016. That, that was not bad. No, I don't. Houston's a driving city. I said not bad. <laughs> I didn't say I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Atlanta, um, Dallas was a bit of a mess because of the ice storm, and there was people standing in Fort Worth, and then there's Dallas, and the ice storm just, it was the strangest week. Do you remember the flight back from Miami? It was uh, right as COVID was getting ready to start. 
and I gave you a mask before we took our flight back. Do you remember that? No. Of course you don't. I don't remember it. I was like, oh, everybody's going to have a mask on on the flight. I handed you one. Like four people were wearing masks. I remember, like, not to bore you, but I remember uh, the Dallas Super Bowl. Um, I left um, the Saturday morning. Instead of staying for the game, I left Saturday morning to go back to Connecticut. And I got on the plane. Um, I worked, uh, um, you know, got on the plane and was in a nice seat, like seat four or five. I didn't really pay attention to it. And as we were about to take off, one of the stewards or stewardesses said, uh, not many people on this flight. And I looked back. There was nobody on it. (laughs) There was like six of us in first class. There was nobody on the flight. It was a hundred empty seats. I'd never, that's all. I thought uh, Saturday morning, everybody's going to the Super Bowl. Nobody's leaving it on Saturday. And so it was one of those, they had to get a plane back to the Northeast because it, all the planes were flying into Dallas. It was the strangest flight I've ever been on. So this is interesting. Patrick Mahomes is an underdog for the first time in the playoffs. So I read this this morning. It was a 15-game streak of being postseason favorites. So it's kind of remarkable. First time that he is an underdog in the playoffs. And that just speaks to how good Philadelphia is. And even though the margins in college football, we see blowouts all the time. I mean, even in the playoff, you'll see blowouts generally the margins in the NFL between the best team and the worst team are very, very close. I saw the Houston Texans play a couple of good teams very close this year. Um, but here's what's interesting. If you go back and look at history, even in professional football, the Super Bowl champ blows out over half its schedule. So the Eagles with Jalen Hurts starting this year, entire season including playoffs, had eight blowout wins, and are a point from nine. And we we consider a blowout 10-plus points. So they're a point away from nine blowout wins. The Rams, the year before, had a low number, only seven blowout wins, but they played in a great division. Arizona at the time was surging. The Niners were legitimate. Seattle had Russell Wilson last year. So the Rams, when they were Super Bowl champs, had only seven in a very strong division, strong schedule. But the Bucs that won with Brady, 10 blowout wins. The Chiefs in 2019 with Mahomes, 10 blowout wins. The Patriots in 2018, 10 blowout wins. Philadelphia is a point away from nine blowout wins. And also with Philadelphia, because Kansas City had several. But Philadelphia, by far and away, was the most dominant first-half team in the league. So they buried people in the first halves of games and then took their foot off the gas in the second halves. So a couple of games that, just a couple, that weren't blowouts, according to the numbers, did feel like Philadelphia dominated the game. So Philadelphia is a favorite over Kansas City and should be. They are, you get about 10 blowout wins for the Super Bowl champ on average. And I also think they feel and look like a Super Bowl champ. Think about their playoff wins. They have outscored their opponents in the playoffs with an injured quarterback, 69 to 14. I'm just saying, if you go back to some great Cowboy teams, great Steeler teams. I remember when I was a kid in the mid-70s, and I have no idea what year it was, But the Steelers were so dominant, and I'm talking the Bradshaw, Swan. At one point, I do remember three straight shutouts in pro pro football. 
<laughs> Has Alabama ever had three straight shutouts in college football? You're playing Citadel in the SEC like three times a year. So it, you, you think oh, these games are Super Bowl champs reel off about 10 blowouts a year of 10 or more points. Well, you know you can bet like an alt-line Philly to win by more than 10, Philly to win by more than 15. You can do that if it if you think it has a chance. I, Pat Mahomes getting blown out? I'm not saying yeah. that. I'm not saying that you blow out the team in the Super Bowl. Right. I'm saying as you get to it, you start looking back on schedules and Philadelphia a point from nine blowout wins and dominated first halves. And generally, teams come out scripted play. You play your best football often early. They blew teams' doors off. Yeah, and a lot of bad quarterbacks in that uh, in those blowouts. Well, I, I, oh, bad, Daniel, below average, terrible, know, awful. Apparently, Daniel Jones worth thirty-two million a year. Isn't that crazy? I had multiple people reach out to me around the country on on those stories. Like that that is a. But you know. What you don't want to be, and this is why Jerry wants to extend Dak and why Minnesota keeps extending Kirk Cousins and kicking the cap hit down the road, is that what you don't want to be is in chaos. And you're never in chaos with Dak. You're never in chaos with Kirk Cousins. It says Greg Cosell's starting next hour, as Greg Cosell says. There's only about five great guys in the world that do this. So if you don't have the five greatest guys in the world, you just want somebody that's capable of winning a playoff game. And I'll say it now. Daniel Jones is. Oh, come on. I so know. you said five guys, right? Mahomes, Burrow, yeah, Herbert, those they elite are. ones. Eagles faced none of them this year. Best quarterback they faced, Aaron Rodgers, Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott. Well, you don't think Aaron Rodgers is good? What, was he good this year? Yes, he's always good. He had young receivers, but he was good. Jared Goff, by the way, was... Jared Goff was solid. Solid. At, yeah. at home, he was fantastic. They faced him in like week three, early in the season. All right. <laughs> a, lot takes, a, lot of, a lot of takes here. Hour two next. <laughs> Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.